What is going on? Charles Boatenstead here, Boatenstead Properties International. I have no idea why I just said that. However, uh, I'm probably so used to it from making sales calls that it's now just ingrained in my uh, nomenclature, as one of my old managers used to say. He just loved using that word, nomenclature. He felt like he was this big, bad boss. And ironically enough, after I left Halstead, uh, a couple of months later, he actually got fired. So, <laughs> sorry, buddy. All right, so today, we're gonna to be talking about something called, what price are you willing to pay, okay? What price are you willing to pay? And here's a better question. When are you willing to pay that price? When do you wanna pay that price, okay? So first of all, think about what you wanna do, all right? What do you wanna do? Like, you can't, you can't just kick a boat into the ocean and be like, all right, let's go traveling. You know, let's, let's go uh, check something out. Why? Uh, say you had gas in that, and I'm literally thinking of the early 1700s when they had sails and they just had a rudder and they just landed on land and that was it. There was a port and they pulled in and they dumped off stuff or they discovered land or opportunities or they had goods or whatever. And they had a compass. They had somewhere they wanted to go unless your name was Christopher Columbus and you're sort of discovering something and blah, blah, blah. But why am I saying what price you're willing to pay? Because you're going to be paying a price. What is it? Do you want a good body? Do you want a relationship? Do you want a better life? Do you want more money? Do you want to save money? Do you want to start your own company? What do you want to do? Seriously, you have to know. That's number one. Step number one. I don't even want to like get into this podcast unless you actually have that thought of. Like, People are like, how do I find my passion? Try a bunch of shit. What do you look at most on YouTube? You know, is it self-development? What about self-development? You know, for me, it's literally everything. Anything I suck at, I want to learn at. And there's a lot of things I suck at. So there's a lot of learning that I'm doing. You know, science, I was a shit science student. Math, I hated math. History, kind of liked it. Sports, loved playing. Didn't really like learning it. Negotiating sales, I thought it was kind of sleazy. Now I'm like, you know what? It's all necessary. And you could do it where it's not corny. It's not wrong. So number one is when you're saying the price that you want to pay, you have to find out what you want to do. We'll talk about a multitude of things. Number one is if you want to start create wealth. All right. You want to create wealth. Fantastic. Good for you. Congratulations. Pat yourself on the back. You know what you want to do. Create wealth. What price are you willing to pay? Okay. What time do you want to wake up? Who do you want to hang out with? Do you want to go to seminars? Do you think seminars are an investment or a cost? Do you think you're like, what is the cost of the seminar? No, 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 no. You should be thinking, what is the value I'm going to get out of the seminar? Who are the speakers? What are the breakout session? Who are the attendees? What are the activities we're going to be doing? What are, what are we going to learn about? Who's going to be teaching me? It's an investment, okay? I, I never understood people, you know, like, okay, I take that back because that was me for 22 years of my life. But the last eight, nine, nine years, call it nine years of my life, which is insane. I can't believe I started nine years ago. Imagine when I'm 40. Totally different. But uh, what was I even talking about? The price you're willing to pay. You want to create wealth? You can't create wealth waking up at 9 p.m. Uh, I'm sorry, 9 a.m. or even 8 a.m. You can't create wealth just being a guy that's like, all right, you know what? I'm kind of going to just create something. If people buy it, they could, no, no, no. You have to be obsessed. You have to be absolutely dedicated 
to your craft. Yeah, you know what? One hit wonders, one out of 100 million people, one out of one million people will be a one hit wonder. You'll make a ton of dough. And guess what? You won't be happy after that. You'll be, you know, the example that I recently brought up in a YouTube video was Ralph Macchio. Like, congratulations, you had a ridiculous movie. However, you're not going to go down as one of the greats. You're not going to go down as a Denzel, as a Leo, as a De, uh, De Niro. You know, they, they made movie after movie after movie. De Niro made Goodfellas, one of the most successful, greatest films of all time. And then he follows it up with Casino. You know, like, are you kidding me? DiCaprio. You know, he, he came out, whether you like the movie or not, he came out with Titanic, this romantic and everything else. And then he just starts crushing the theaters, hit after hit after hit. Gangs in New York, Departed, Catch Me If You Can. Like, what? who, who is this guy? You could be a one-hit wonder or you could go out. What price did DiCaprio have to play? I'll tell you what he had to play. He had to play in his mind. What if this movie sucks? What if this is a total flop? What if, and then this is what they say, if the movie is a flop, I'm the star, I'm a flop. That's what they say. I am not as good. And you know what? That happens all the time. Music. Perfect example. A band, Linkin Park, will come out with a banging set of CDs. Two in a row. Early 2000s. Or Green Day. Still around. Still touring. Still doing their thing. They came out with two back-to-back just slam dunk CDs in the 90s. And then you kind of heard about them and they're sort of still around. But guess what? They're not innovating. Or they're playing the same music and it's, listen, you can think of it either way. There's a lot of mindset behind it. And the price you're willing to pay is either you pay the price right now. We'll talk about health. And then we'll talk about wealth. And then we'll talk about starting a business. Health. You either wake up early Paying a price right there. Why? Because you don't want to. Nobody wants to. No, I, You think I want to wake up at 5 a.m. every single day? No. 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 I would rather not have an alarm. I'd rather just sit in my bed forever. <laughs> like, the reason I do it is that doesn't create success. And I don't feel good about it. Okay? I don't, I don't, slothing around, being a lazy sack of shit does not make me the person that I want to become. That doesn't create wealth. That doesn't create health and happiness and a lifestyle and relationships, okay? So you either pay the price by waking up early now, by having a salad. You pay the price because the immediate gratification is that cookie. Have that cookie there, little Johnny boy. Have it. Eat it. Nice. Now your insides are ripped up. Now, you're, now your mind's all screwed up because the sugar is hitting it like a sack of potatoes, like like heroin, like cocaine, more addictive than those hard substances in your brain. Why? Because our body craves it. Our body doesn't crave drugs. Our mind craves drugs because we're addicted to the escapism, but our body craves the escapism and the feeling and the rush of sugar because back in the day, it was never around. So finding honey or fruit it gave us the energy that we needed for sustained periods of 
a kill or, or, or staying awake or alive or whatever. We needed that. We needed that sugar. And there was none around. All we had was wheat, barley, you know, obviously animals were a little bit later on that kind of shortened our draw, made our brain a little bit bigger, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, advent of fire helped out. This is the thing. You pay the price now, which is you have the salad, you wake up early, you hit the gym. Or here you go, Mr. and Mrs. Listener. You pay the price when you're older and you have diabetes, you can't play with your kid, you have a stroke or you have a heart attack or you have a disease or you have a bad back, bad knees, you look like shit, you're balding, you have bad skin. Like, why, why am I being dramatic here? Because it's true. It's true. You pay the price now when all of your boys or all of your girls are out getting shit-faced on a Thursday night knowing you have to be up early on Friday for a big meeting, a big appointment, or in my case, just a Friday, sales calls, uh, gym class, meditating, morning routine, on my trampoline, getting my lymph, lymph nodes bouncing around. You know, that, that's a typical Friday to me. Morning, typical Friday morning, 5 8. Actually, it's a little later on a Friday. It's 5.15 on a Friday. Wake up, do my morning routine. I'm paying a price. Why? Because other people, a lot of my friends, they came home seven hours earlier, banged up. Hey, listen, they get to talk to a bunch of chicks. They, they had a great time. They laughed. They exchanged stories. I wasn't there. Fear of missing out. FOMO. Everyone talks about it. But guess what? The price that they're going to pay is I am making sales calls in the morning. I'm making a, I'm making traction. And that traction actually got me an appointment on that Monday. So you either pay the price by staying in and waking up early and eating correctly and going to the gym, or they're going to pay the price because they added on carbs. They're going to wake up hungover. They spent money. You know, like it, it's really priority. And I, I listen, it's, Nothing is good or bad, as long as you know it. You can't just, in your later years, blame like, oh, I wish I didn't party. Like, of course you know. Of course you know you're going to be hungover if you go out and you get completely messed up. If you bang back a couple of martinis, you know, you throw a couple of shots down. Like, you pay the price down. Let's talk about money, all right? Money. You either work your ass off now and you save money instead of spending it on dumb shit like sneakers or purses or clothing or belts, or just dumb things that have zero return in your life. I was that guy. This is the reason why. I had a big insecurity growing up because I, though I was middle class or lower middle class, whatever you wanna call it, I don't really care, whatever, it doesn't mean anything to me. But there was a lot of people that had money around me. They were wealthy. They had really cool birthday parties. They went on a bunch of trips. They had nice things, nice cars. They belonged to nice clubs and country clubs and blah, blah, blah. I didn't have that. So it was a big insecurity growing up. And then I started actually making a couple of dollars post-school, post-college. And guess what I did? I started buying shit I didn't need. Really expensive shoes, really expensive belts, really expensive clothing. You know what? I could have saved myself tens and tens and tens of thousands of dollars and bought something equally as fitted, equally as nice. It just didn't have the tag that everyone is buying it for. The, the label, the company name. 
And to be honest, it's kind of embarrassing because people still do that. A lot of people still do that. I mean, I'm in real estate and you see who paid the price when they were younger by not, by not going out, by not buying dumb, stupid things. And they're paying the price then by the immediate gratification is going out, spending a lot of money at restaurants, buying purses and watches and, and you know, whatever. You know, one thing I do not like about Ty Lopez is that that's what he does. That's all he does. Look at my look at my private check. Look at all these checks I'm buying everything for. Dude, you're going to pay the price at one time. They're, like, how is that sustainable? Like, how is that sustainable? He's living in this insane crib in the Hollywood Hills. I don't know if he's renting it or he's buying it or whatever. But dude, you're either paying the price now and he's paying the price with immediate gratification. Or you pay the price later when he's saying, shit, I should have saved a, a couple, you know, 50 grand a month that I'm renting this house for or 45, whatever the price is. I should have rented something like a normal human for, dude, you have no kids. You're not married. I understand if you have passive income that easily pays for that. Like that makes complete sense. But the thing is, it's not sustainable unless it is sustainable. And the thing with sustainability is your company needs to be doing just stuff when you're not working. He has to actively work for sales for his company to grow, okay? Listen, it's not on Ty. I'm not blaming Ty. It's just the image. The image of actually saying, I could spend all this shit and it's gonna be sustainable. Dude, you don't need that watch. And I'm not saying to Ty, I'm saying it to myself when I was 25. Dude, you don't need that watch. You don't need a $1,000 suit. Buy a $150 suit, put another $50 into tailoring it, and it looks just as good as that $1,000 suit. And, and oh, by the way, you just saved yourself $800. The pain of not having uh, Hugo Boss, or I don't know, what's an expensive suit? Tom Ford. Tom Ford's like 5000 though. But that's the thing is that you pay the price now or you pay the price later. Here's, here's the last thing relationships and relationships to be honest it's either especially with your kids you know you work your ass off and you're building wealth at the sacrifice of your health think of steve jobs there steve jobs on his deathbed look up his last words it was actually kind of kind of sad to hear him say the things he said he said i he sacrificed making money when none of it can go with him Nothing is going with him. Nothing is going to go into the afterlife or he, he sacrificed years on this earth for money, the pursuit of money. I am not saying money is bad, but in the pursuit of money at the detriment of your health. Here's another one is Felix, Dennis Felix or Felix Dennis, one of those guys. He started Maxim. He's a UK uh, magazine publisher. I think he was a billionaire, or at least a few hundred million, you know, right around there. He died early. You know what? He, he crushed the 70s and 80s scenes with tons of drugs, tons of alcohol, tons of partying. At the detriment of his health, he died early as well. I don't want to die early. So I want to pay the price now. So later on, I'm not visiting the doctor and saying, hey, doc, uh, yeah, my knees are shot. 
I can't pick up my kid. Uh, I got I got some some back problems or I got some heart problems. You know, it's like do the things now so you can enjoy it later on. You know, Les Brown has that that one famous quote: "Do what you need to do now, because later on, then you don't need to do anything." You know, there's how many people are are in retirement? They don't have enough money, so save now, so you can have what, do what other people are not willing to do, to have what other people will not have. Something along those lines. I forgot the exact quote. Do. Do what you need to, or do what others will not, are not willing to do to have what other people are not willing to do. I don't know. Whatever the quote is, you, you kind of get the point. But you have to continuously ask yourself, what price am I willing to pay? Everyone wants a million subscribers. I want, I want a big audience. Oh, okay, great. What are you willing to, are you willing to, Subject yourself to negative comments, to haters, to long stretches of zero subscribers. Look how many videos, look at me. I am a perfect example of someone who has pumped out so much content and, you know, love all, every single one of them, all, all subscribers. But how many do I have? Like 2,300? I'm not doing it for that. I actually enjoy this process because I know, say I become or when not if but when I become really big and there's a huge audience like I'm not going to be uploading this I'm going to say my words but there's going to be someone else that takes that file and then uploads it to podcast that are by that time it's going to be AR and VR and and then we're going to 3D print my face on <laughs> I'm just kidding <laughs> but you just here, and then here's the last thing. I, here's the last notes that I write down. There is an absolutely, well, it's actually not public, so I, I can't really say it. But um, it was a program that I purchased from, I forgot what his name was, something Cunningham. Was it Cunningham? Not Richie Cunningham. Who's the uh, rich dad, poor dad guy? Rich, rich dad, uh, whatever. Keith Cunningham. There you go. So Keith Cunningham, I uh, ended up meeting. And yeah. So it's, it's called the, the keys to the vault. I think it's right around there. So this is the biggest thing is that the uh, Keith Cunningham and just YouTube him. Keith Cunningham is like the guy that I want to become. He's in shape. He's brilliant. He's rich. His wife is hot. He's probably in his 60s. His wife is in, his, in her 50s, I think. I don't know. I'm totally making those numbers up maybe. And he's just he's just amazing orator order, whatever, however you say that word, he's just crushing life at like the highest levels. And no one's ever heard of him. The only difference I would do if I was him was hit the social media streams. For him, he's in his 60s. He, you want to hear a story? He made in the, uh, was it in the 90s or the 80s? I don't know, right around there. <laughs> this is really funny how he explains the story. So he made $100 million. And then he lost a hundred million dollars or no, no no i'm sorry this is what it was he made a hundred million dollars lost all of it then went into debt 50 million dollars or 100 million dollars it was like some insane amount then went through a divorce so he's at like the lowest of his lows and he talks about sitting in his hotel room fat overweight ready to take his life just m m commiserating in his misery 
And guess who was thrown onto the TV? Big chopping tooth, Tony Robbins infomercial late night. The guy orders up the 30 day personal power. Keith Cunningham crushes through it, makes all the money back and then some. Now he's worth over $100 million and now he's in like he literally, how long did that take? You know, his kids hated him. He was a total asshole, he said. That's the thing is, in so long story short, because that wasn't really short, but just look him up. But Keith Cunningham in one of his uh, infamous videos that I have, it's private on my YouTube channel because it's uh, it was a DVD that I bought. I met him. He's a great guy, whatever. But he says, what have you made a non-negotiable in your life? What have you made a non-negotiable in your life? And... I'm, I'm going to actually make a separate video about this, but it is definitely a question that you need to actually contemplate. Like, what, what, what non-negotiables? The food you eat, the people you hang out with, how much you save, how much you make, what's your body type, what's your mindset, how much do you read, what time do you wake up, what time do you go to bed? You know, what do you wear? Who, it's, it's just, it's limitless. What have you made non-negotiable? I'll tell you one of mine. I will never date a girl who is a smoker. I'll never date a girl who's not into self-development. I'll not date a girl who's not into health. Those are three massive things. Number one is health, smoking, any kind of drugs. I don't even care if it's pot or excess drinking. You know, it will crush your skin. Excess drinking crushes your skin. Uh, your skin is made out of collagen and alcohol breaks that down because it squeezes all the the liquid, all the water, H2O, out of your skin, and then it purses up, it ages, it dries out, and then you look like an old bag of, you know, whatever, skin. So number one is any kind of excess drinking or any kind of drug, smoking, pot, uh, prescription, anything, doesn't matter. Number two, got to be in shape, got to be in self-development, and, uh, you know, then we go from there. You know, what's her family like? What's her job? She's got to have a job because I don't want her to be at home with the kids because that would, there's no way I would be able to come home and just have her just sitting there and be like, how was your day, honey? It was great. I took the kid for a walk. Next day, how was your day? Great. I took the kids for a walk. So <laughs> maybe that's just me. But obviously it is just me. But think about in your life, what are you making non-negotiable? So subscribe to the podcast. Charles Bosted here. Let me know if you have any questions or future ideas because you guys run this and uh, I'll talk to you guys soon. Have an awesome day.